Hello, this is the Newborn Nurse Podcast, and I'm your host, Rachel Ramsey, RNBSN. This podcast is for expectant and new mothers and families, and we are here to share with you a list of incredible newborn resources, services, professionals, and tips and tricks. We hope the info on this podcast informs you, helps you, and most of all, eases any anxieties, gives you confidence, and empowers you to be the best parent possible. Knowledge really is power, and we are here to inform and guide you through this season with your new baby. I am your host, Rachel Ramsey. I am a registered nurse and certified postpartum doula. I have 17 years of professional neonatal and maternal nursing experience in five years as the owner of The Newborn Nurse, a Nashville-based service that provides in-home care and newborn education to new families. I hope this podcast helps each of you in some big or small way. Biggest of congratulations and thanks for listening. You've got this, Mama, and we are here for you. As a reminder, any information you hear on this podcast is not a substitute for professional medical advice or treatment. Please see the full disclaimer on our website for more details. Website is listed in show notes. Hey there, it's Rachel with the Newborn Nurse, and today we have an amazing and special guest. We have Emily Party from Readiness Counseling. We have known each other for several years, I guess since we both started our business about the same time, about five years ago, and she is a counselor and therapist for any and everything regarding postpartum, antepartum, welcoming a new baby, couples therapy, all the things surrounding a family and a new baby. She is a mom of four little precious girls. Um, and is married. So we will start out uh, with you, Emily, and just tell us a little bit about yourself. And I always like to ask everyone their favorite thing to do in the Nashville area. Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for having me. Um, I think it's wonderful that you are an amazing resource in our community for mamas and their babies and their whole families. And we hope um, we are as well here at Readiness Counseling. And I love just being able to see families grow and thrive. And gosh, we have so many great things happening in our city these days. It's almost impossible to even keep up. But I think one of my favorite things is to eat in this city. So I think there's always a a new and amazing local spot. And the more we can support local restaurants and even just new businesses in that way. And um, yeah, I think one of my favorites is the Creve Hall Bagel Company. And I live in Creve Hall. And so, and there's another little pizza spot called Yogi's Pizza. And so um, we just love helping out the community where we live. Cool. I grew up here and I remember when a new restaurant would open, but now it's like so many, you can't keep up with all the openings. So awesome. Well, I just want to talk to you and everyone about the services you offer. You guys are invaluable. Um, I have sent a lot of clients to you and um, you've helped friends and family and you're just, I, I can't say enough wonderful things about you, your services. So I'd love to just dig in here. Uh, I guess we'll start out with talking about if you're expecting and you're pregnant and you're at first baby or second or fifth or sixth baby, what are some things you can do um, to help plan and prepare for all the things surrounding uh, welcoming a new baby into the family? Yes, all the things, right? And a baby affects all the things. And so, you know, having had four babies myself, I've been there. I totally understand that there, we want to focus on all the fun things like the nursery and the clothing and all the cute little, little things that come with baby showers. But really, I like to almost uh, position it as if it's a wedding versus a marriage, right? That if you're like, 
you can focus on the event of the, the arrival, the birth, you know, as much as you want. It may go as planned. It may not go as planned, just like a wedding day, right? But then you're going to go home with this new little creature and it's going to affect how you feel about yourself and your time and your relationship and how you see your body differently and all the important things that you want to pass down. And so don't wait for those things to be a surprise when you, you know, are coming out of survival mode around six weeks postpartum. Talk about them now, as soon as the the test turns pink and you see those double lines and you start booking all the prenatal appointments, then is the opportunity to be able to cherish the next nine months and be able to work on all the things that you're looking forward to. And we like to say, you know, even when everything goes right, it's a very stressful milestone in your life. And so just like you don't just plan a wedding day, you plan a marriage. We want you to plan for your family and how it's not going to just affect you know, your job or, or your husband's job or your partner's, you know, time and schedule, but every facet of that. And so what are the priorities and expectations that you have right now that you can go ahead and talk through the new, new rules, new ground rules, new expectations that, um, what are the traditional values that you were brought up with? What's important in the family you're creating now? And I wanted to talk about this a little later, but that reminds me of social media and how shiny and beautiful and perfect everyone posts their pictures on there. And, you know, social media has kind of taken off in the last few years and you and I have done this for a long time. And I feel like the mom guilt and the realistic expectations are like down the toilet. They expect it to be this glittery, wonderful, which it can be, but the, the realistic expectations of bringing home a newborn are not really on anyone's radar. And so I think it's good to go in with some more realistic expectations versus an Instagram picture of this perfect looking mom with her perfect baby and her perfect stroller. Like that ain't, I mean, it, that occasionally happens, but that's not a hundred percent. It's like, well, and that normal is, is a vast spectrum. Right. And so we have to be able to say like, yeah, there are, unicorns that exist, you know, some mama snap back into their bodies, but that is unique. It's not the majority of people out there. You know, a lot of women, 80% are going to experience what we call baby blues, which is really feeling sad the first couple weeks postpartum that they don't know, you know, what just happened to their body. What, what am I supposed to be doing? How do I know if I'm a good mom? You know, all these things that their hormones are regulating and settling back into place. And it can be a really rude awakening when you've been possibly expecting this to be a really blissful time that'll quote unquote feel natural, you know? And so then beyond that, uh, 20% do get um, postpartum anxiety or postpartum depression, which is hundred percent treatable. And so it's nothing to fear, but it is something to anticipate um, as a possibility so that, you know, you're not alone, you're not broken and there's nothing wrong with you. Right. And so when you're comparing yourself to those glittery images that we like to scroll through and imagine and fantasize about, it can be incredibly devastating when your reality does not match that expectation. Right. And I think a lot of people have that nowadays. What are some signs and symptoms of postpartum depression and anxiety? And also for the mom who already has underlying depression or anxiety before she even gets pregnant, they are at a little bit higher risk, but can you just share what that might look like or or when a mom would need to call you and um, have a consultation with you guys? 
Yeah, definitely. I appreciate you bringing this to the surface because it is so common. And, you know, of the 20%, about 20% that it would experience a post uh, postpartum depression, anxiety, or mood disorder, only about 15% of those go and reach out for help. So we really want to up that number because it is 100% treatable. And we have great resources through ReadyNest and just in our city that are here for you. Um, and so a lot of that is going to look like the symptoms of regular depression or regular anxiety, right? But are onset with peripartum or beyond the two week kind of baby blues window. And so if things are not getting better and they seem to be getting worse, anxiety in postpartum can look like, you know, not letting anybody else hold the baby, not letting anybody else help me or, or I have to stay awake and watch the baby monitor all night. I'm not getting enough sleep. Um, it can be some of those extremes, you know, that, I'm not sleeping enough or I'm, or I'm sleeping too much. And depression is kind of then on the other end of the spectrum of I'm disengaged from the baby. I don't have as much interest in taking part in um, the, you know, the activities or feeding schedule. Um, I want everyone else to do the, you know, do the work. I want to just escape and I tend to retreat into myself, you know? And so some of these things are seemingly obvious. Most of them the number one thing we hear is I just don't feel like myself. And so that's kind of the initial red flag that, you know, not just the, okay, this is a lot of adjustment. Wow. Okay. You know, there's normal mom stress. And again, even when things go right, it's stressful. But then when you're like, I knowing myself, I thought I could handle it and it would look like this. I thought I could be able to do these things. And if you're kind of either spiraling up or crumbling underneath the or a combo, exactly, both, both. exactly. The anxiety and depression are like kissing cousins, right? So a lot of times you have both and maybe you have anxiety at night when it's really not helpful and depression during the day because you're exhausted and don't have energy for any of these things. And, and so it really can mimic sleep deprivation sometimes. And sometimes moms do just need sleep and a pep talk and, you know, a good uh, reminder that it's okay to ask for your neighbor to make you a casserole or for your mother-in-law to come in and help. You know, these are things that we want to steer them towards. So let us help evaluate you. We're not in the business of doing therapy for no reason. I just don't have time for that. (laughs) And so, you know, we, we want you to be able to come in, get an assessment, talk to us about what's working, what's not working. How severe is this, you know, and we'll point you in the right direction if you just need a resource such as a night nurse, a newborn nurse, or if you need a lactation consultant, if you're looking for a doula, if you need to go back into the doctor, you know, we can link arms with your OB and consult with them as well. So don't put it on yourself to try to determine, do I need help or not? You know, reach out for help and let us help you get that assessment and determine really what, what you need. Yeah. I think a lot of moms have a shame if they feel like they're having one or the other. And there's a shame and a stigma that I'm trying so hard to break and to tell moms, please ask for help. If it's your best friend or your mom, reach out to somebody because help is available and you can have a blissful 
or more blissful newborn experience. You don't have to sit in silence alone and suffer. You can actually reach out and ask for help. So I think it's so important. And then something you touched on, I think you and I have talked about this in the past, but how important sleep is for new moms. It's just like so super critical and it's hard to get sleep with a newborn. So can you touch on how important just the basics with sleep and nutrition and exercise, all those basic things, how important they are? Yeah. So you know, you're in survival mode. I mean, your body has been through something traumatic. And even if you received your baby through adoption or surrogacy, you're still going to do a 180 on your life as everything kind of hits the pause button. And I like to say one good thing a newborns bring to every home is slowing it down, right? And everything comes back down to their feeding schedule, their, their diaper schedule, you know, and all their needs. And so it's okay to be able to kind of lean into that and, slow life down and be able to then ask for help to be able to get the, the windows of sleep that you need. And so in this survival mode, it really is back to basics. Like you said, you know, there's some shortcuts that, um, you can learn of just like keep water bottles next to where you're nursing, keep snacks tucked away in every single room. So, you know, as you're, as you may not get to like sit down and eat a hot meal, every single meal, you know, Hey, grab a granola bar, especially if you're breastfeeding and that's your journey, then you need to stay fueled in every way. Make sure that you're showering, which can be a really like long event. If you are, you know, bleeding and have milk and all these things, it's like, okay, taking a shower is no easy venture then, you know, it's like a workout. I mean, you're like, It's like, yeah. So it's like, yeah, all the changes and bandages and everything, or if you have a C-section, you know, that needs treatment and attention. And so just be really gentle with yourself in those early days, early weeks, especially. And I think a lot of times moms will feel better sooner than they should be active, you know? And so they'll, they'll push and push that like, I think I can walk around the block. I think I could go for, you know, a good walk. And then the next day kind of three steps back. And so just be able to give yourself that space and capacity to heal and rest and then get to know your little creature, you know, that this new little blessing in your life is um, be curious about them and try to not be too stringent with what you thought it would look like and how it actually feels and be able to just give yourself some grace as you're both growing into it. Yeah, it's a good excuse to slow down. We're such a fast paced culture and we're go, go, go. And on to the next thing, it's a great time to just chill and like soak everything in and just, you know, be the queen and let everyone dote on you. Hey everyone, this is Rachel from The Newborn Nurse. Thanks so much for listening. I hope you are learning some valuable and helpful information on this podcast. If you would like to learn even more, we have something new and exciting to tell you about. We have created our Newborn Care 101 online video course for first-time expectant parents or parents who want a refresher course in newborns. This course is taught by me, a neonatal newborn nurse and expert of 18 years and founder of The Newborn Nurse. It's so super important to make sure you are gathering your newborn information from a trusted and experienced source as you prepare for your baby. This course is a series of educational videos where you will learn everything you need to know about newborn care all in one spot without having to search and scroll all over the internet. 
You can take this course in the comfort of your own home and nursery with your own baby equipment and at your own pace. You can also rewatch the videos as many times as you would like with unlimited access to these videos for an entire year. Many of the families who have already taken this course have reached out to tell me how helpful it is to go back and be able to review these videos once their baby has arrived. In this course, you will learn swaddling, diapering, bathing, breastfeeding, bottle feeding, burping, cord care, how to use your breast pumping car seat, how to prevent mastitis, calm a fussy baby, and much, much more. You also get free printables, including a checklist of what to pack in your hospital bag, a must-haves product list for your baby registry, and the best part, you get free access to our Facebook online community group where you can meet other new moms and also have access to me, Rachel, for any newborn questions you have along your journey. The families who have taken this course already have raved about it and have felt it has been super helpful and allowed them to feel prepared, organized, ready, and knowledgeable about their newborn. For our podcast listeners, you can receive 10% off this course with coupon code, all caps, podcast, at the checkout. The link to purchase this course is in the show notes below. Thank you for being here and best wishes to you and your family. I hope you feel loved, supported, and empowered as a new parent. Thanks so much and have a great day. I also think I was thinking of something as we were talking about um, the basics here with just like taking a walk around the block. I think sometimes just a change of scenery is helpful if you've been in all day long with your baby, just like going on a walk or driving to Starbucks and getting a coffee or going to the grocery, just something little to just change scenery, I think can really help with mindset and like kind of breaking you out of the um, monotony of the day, if you will. A little goes a long way. And there's, you know, there's a reason that again, barring COVID and any other situation, we would encourage our moms to come into the office if they can do in person or at least change rooms or go somewhere, you know, if they need to have a virtual appointment. Of course, we welcome newborns to the session. You're welcome to, you know, bring your baby and nurse while we're chatting, you know, that's fine. But also, it can be good to have a session where you leave your baby in the care of someone else and you come and you go to Starbucks on your way to have a therapy session, you know, and talk it out and then be able to have some of that self-care for yourself. Yeah. Can you, of course you can't say names of anyone, but can you give an example um, of maybe a client you've had who dealt with an issue and then came to see you and what the treatment plan kind of looked like for that mom and, the end result. Can you kind of talk through what a beginning and end would kind of look like with you guys? Happy to. Yeah. Especially with postpartum, it's a, the most common scenario is, you know, maybe three or four weeks postpartum. Okay. We're kind of through that initial survival window. Maybe she's had some baby blues, but like I said, it doesn't dissipate. Instead, we're having some feeding challenges or some sleeping challenges and it's it's getting worse, or at least it's not getting better. Maybe all the help has come and gone, all the initial support in the home. And now we're trying to get back into a routine and mom is just suffering. You know, she's up late at night, trying not to resent her husband that can't breastfeed for her, trying to get, you know, some nutrition during the day, but the baby won't nap when she thought it would and hasn't seen her friends in four to six weeks, you know? So Around that time is where we would really want mom to come in and get assessed. It would be common to have maybe three or four sessions weekly, just back to back. When you are struggling, we want to, we don't want to wait for anxiety or depression to decide for you to get help. And when you're kind of resetting some of these cognitions about 
What do I believe about myself? What are some tips and tricks that are going to help me? We, like any new habit, want to turn that tide with a lot of momentum and motivation. And so when you can see us like maybe week to week, like I said, the first three or four sessions, then we've really got an, a plan established in place for what's working, what's helping you. Then we can go to every other week really quickly. And I would say, you know, most of my moms feel so much better within three to four weeks of that initial kind of, okay, now I've got some good habits. I've been able to ask for help. These things are settling into place. Then we can dive a little bit deeper, like, okay, did any of these get triggered from some other traumatic experience? Um, was there anything in your growing up where you, you know, had really high standards for yourself? Are you missing work? We have got a lot of A-type moms yeah. who are high achievers that don't know how to slow down. And this is a really different pace of life for them. And sometimes the marriage suffers because of that. And so sometimes we around that time might invite dad into the session or just um, talk through some marriage um, issues or some relational strife that they may have um, gone through. By this time, they've usually had their six-week postpartum OB appointment. So there's also some physical um, recovery through that time as well. Maybe we're reintroducing romance into their relationship with their partner. And that has its own challenges, right? Especially as this new identity is taken on. So then we can see them, you know, every other week for really as long as they need. Um, I would say the majority of our clients then have maybe six more sessions every other week. And then they're really getting into a maintenance mode. Their baby is sleeping better. They've hit a rhythm or they've gone back to work. And then we're kind of on a month to month basis, you know, and I'll usually have them set out an appointment, maybe four to six weeks later to just check if they don't need it. Fantastic. We'll go to the next month, you know, and then really you're, you're done unless life throws you another curveball or there's another additional stressor that you'd like to come back and visit. So we do, you know, life has a lot of curveballs these days. So we do have clients who choose to stick around and tackle those issues or, um, are more long-term because of those preferences. We have a lot also that are kind of, we help bridge that gap into creating a you know community of help and support for them and help them really kind of lean into that and develop these strengths and work through some of those challenges. And then they're really good to go. And then they come back when they get pregnant again. And so yeah. we can work really preventatively. And I think that looks um, wonderful as well, because if someone uh, uh, reaches out to us when they're still pregnant, it gives us all the more time to be able to realign those expectations that may have thrown them off the rails the first time. Um, and so if you're pregnant now and listening, you know, it's not just the birth and not just that early postpartum, but like um, Rachel's talked about, you know, even with the sleep and all the prep and the support, it's kind of even beyond that. Who am I as a mom? What do I want my life and marriage and relationships to look like? And we can help you set those goals and achieve them. Yeah. I know as women, we do well with connecting and talking. And my best friend and I, we talk every day, all day, you know, on the phone between drives and whatnot. And I think like you mentioned, you know, if you're a mother and if your husband or your partner goes back to work and you're home alone with your baby, it's tough. And I think having a resource like you guys to even just come talk to, and I know you I don't know if you guys still have the new moms groups where Me they can too. just, yeah, it's just such a great um, 
resource where they can bring their baby and meet other moms and just kind of vent and talk and discuss and get around community. It's so important to not sit in your house by yourself with your newborn for days and days and weeks and weeks alone and to try some way to zoom or it, you know, go outside on a picnic or some way to socially distance if you're doing that um, and just be with other moms and have that support. So um, what about, the, I know this is kind of a hot topic, but medication, how do you guys, do you, I guess you don't diagnose or prescribe meds. Correct. How does we that don't work? prescribe, we don't <laughs> prescribe meds, but we're happy to have the conversation with you. And we've got, um, moms who have goals all over the place. There's no right or wrong when it comes to this. And so we definitely have moms who are you know, pregnant, breastfeeding, who or maybe have had an adverse reaction to medication in the past. And so for whatever reason, do, you know, do not want to get on medication. That's great. We can absolutely work with that. We've got others who have had success in the past with medication and are interested in, you know, revisiting that and seeing if, if now is the the right time to do that or not. So we kind of look at it and to help you talk through the the risks and benefits of that, and then be able to have that conversation with your provider. And I think it's really an important part of the process to just feel like you're surrounded by help, right? And so if you have a provider who isn't willing to have that conversation, then we can talk through how to switch providers. You know, if you have someone who seems really judgmental about you know, oh, you're breastfeeding or you should be bottle feeding if you're on this medication. It's like, well, let's look into really the risk benefits of this. And that it's not medication versus no medication. It really is like um, a mom in her context, you know, it's, it sometimes is medication or high anxiety. Well, which of these is going to be riskier, which is going to be more beneficial, what are your options? And do you feel educated, empowered, and informed to make a decision that's right for you? Yeah. And of course, if you ever do get on medication, that's a choice between your therapist and your doctor. I have seen in the past some moms that have gotten prescribed an antidepressant or anti-anxiety, and the doctor writes this enormous dosage of a of a prescription and it just zonks the mom and she feels so weird. So I also, of course, I can't recommend this per person. You have to speak with your doctor, but starting out on a very low dose of something, sometimes all you need is a half of a half of a, a, you know, tiny amount of something and it can help. So I think that that's important to look into the dosage on how much you're taking. And even placebo effect, right? And so sometimes I have clients who will go and Um, they'll talk to their doctor and that's the anticipation is the most anxiety inducing of like even talking about it. Then they'll put it in their medicine cabinet and not need it necessarily, you know, Mm -hmm. and we'll talk it out, but just the security of knowing I have the option and I know the risks and benefits. And then we can even talk through, okay, what are the, what is the threshold of when you would want to take that or be open to that? You know, if things get so severe or if it's sleeping medication, like how many nights in a row are you willing to go until this is the answer, you know, and, yeah. and obviously it's not the only answer anytime you're on medication for mental health, it's one tool. So I like to remind people, sure. you know, um, Zoloft can't fix communication in your marriage. Okay. Like <laughs> Lexapro is not going to put the dishes away, honey. You know, yeah. it's like, okay, now, so let's make sure we're answering the right question with the right answer and being able to, um, really look into what's best for you, your value system and your family. 
That's great. Awesome. Well, can you just give us a little bit of information about how to contact you if a mom is feeling like she needs to reach out and what kind of services you offer virtual and person? I think you used to do in home before COVID. So just all the things about your services. Correct. Yes. So really the easiest is to go to our website, readynestcounseling.com. You can fill out an inquiry online and contact Um, contact us and we'll have our intake coordinator follow up with you and really be able to match you to the best readiness counselor who meets your needs or is best for your schedule. Um, We have two locations right now in our main offices in Nashville. We have an additional office in Franklin and then statewide we can offer telehealth. And so it's a great option, whether, you know, you live in a rural community and need to hop online or if you know, you, you usually have in-person sessions and then you have a busy day and you're like, oh my gosh, Emily, I've got to just hop online. Let's do virtual today. Fantastic. I had a client an hour ago text me and be like, I need to switch to virtual today. And so with COVID, it's such a great option. And we do have two free groups. We do have a loss group. That's the first and third Tuesday of the month. And then every Friday at 11, we have a new mom's group and it is thriving and awesome. And we're about to branch out into needing a toddler group because it just continues to grow. And these mamas talk about everything, nothing's off the table and no one's perfect. So you're very welcome to hop online and join us. And we're hoping to start back in person in March to do a hybrid model so that all the mamas can support each other um, near and far. Awesome. Well, thank you for all you do. You really help moms have a better quality of life with their new baby and family. So thank you for all you do. I've just held you on a pedestal for so many years and can't thank you enough. So well, you're a treasure in our community. And I know many sleepless mamas who would um, just give you all the credit (laughs) for helping them through those times. And my team, I always say I can't do it without my team of nurses. I have, I think we have almost 25 nurses. So they are the hands and feet. So they, I can't do it without them. So thank you. Thank you for your time today. And um, I'm sure this is going to be a great resource and lots of great information for some of our families. So thanks, thanks Emily. Have a great day. All right. Bye. Bye. If you loved what you heard on our podcast today, don't forget you can learn even more with our new Newborn Care 101 online video course. This course is taught by me, a newborn registered nurse expert, and covers all kinds of newborn education, including swaddling, diapering, bathing, breastfeeding, how to use your breast pump and car seat, sleep training, and much, much more. You also get free access to our online course community, which gives you direct access to me, Rachel, for any newborn questions along the way. Our podcast listeners get a special discount, so make sure to use coupon code PODCAST in all caps at the checkout. The link to purchase this course is in show notes below. Thanks so much and have a great day. Although I am a nurse, I am not your medical provider, and any information from me is purely educational and is not a substitute for professional medical advice, diagnosis, or treatment. Always consult a professional for your particular situation before making any decisions. My opinion about any brands we mention on the podcast is based on my personal experience and is not an endorsement about the suitability of any products for your particular need.